Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with with attitude the first and only podcast where a bunch of people get together to discuss something hey uh, uh zach you sound different no zach something <laughs> happened to zach he's the fine actually he's just not there this week but you know yeah. i mean honestly folks it this is how you know the teenagers with attitude is back into the swing of things is because almost immediately Zach had to go take over yeah. care of some kind of like real life responsibility and had to be out this week. I like how Zach got his podcast back for all of one episode and then immediately <laughs> left again. This is how I usurped him in the first place. <laughs> it, it's listen, better than listen. when I hosted because anytime I wasn't there, it was just automatically assumed I was dead. I mean, in fairness, we also do that. And I mean, also in fairness, as someone who has who has usurped Zach, uh, I think about a couple dozen times at this point, it's not hard. It's yeah. Not, and you know. Also in fairness, like Zach seems to go out of his way to die, so assuming he's dead is probably a safe <laughs> bet a lot of the time. Well, I mean, all we need to do is plant a tree in front of him, right? Yeah, that's all it takes. <laughs> all right. Well, we should probably actually introduce ourselves. Nah. Uh, my name is Mike. Uh, honestly, I'd be shocked if you've got this far and don't know who we are, but hey, I'm Mike, and joining me, uh, we've got the lovely Emily. See ya! We've got the lovely Lexi. Okay, are you just going to call all of us lovely? Because it kind of loses its God, I uh, hope so. luster after that. <laughs> I, I, well, now Simon would be disappointed if I didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got the, the lovely Simon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And we have the lovely Greg. Wait a minute. Yeah. Our lovely guest. The, yeah. This isn't aliens with attitude? No. That has we've, no. Ne- we've that been over not, this. has never been a thing. Okay, like, on the last episode, on the episode that came out this last Friday, uh, as of recording, uh, Zach said, uh, teenagers of Battleborgs, and now we have aliens of attitude. So now we have both of the, the wrong ways said of it on this podcast. I was so excited for season two. He tried to make some kind of Zeo name stick last week, and I don't remember, like, but we all said that was dumb. So Plus, welcome to Zeos with Zeos. Yeah. I made a poster and everything. I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, like, I'd love to see it, though. Well, I mean, like, this is, like, I, I, was, I was wondering, Greg, like, well, uh... there that goes. <laughs> Did you just ripped something? 
That's some good folly work. I appreciate the commitment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Greg, I don't know. Like it's weird because like, you sound really familiar. I know. I got. I'm getting that too. Together before it might have been a thing. Greg has been a guest before. That's probably okay. What I must, that must be what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that gag loses its bit when he has very much been a guest. <laughs> but has he been a guest while I'm on before? I think so. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> we have done a lot of these. Uh, and actually, speaking of which, since we've done a lot of these, you folks know what's coming next. It's time to get this episode started with our traditional opening segment, More Fact New Zio. Yeah! <laughs> I was wondering if you would go Zionimo or something. I love it. 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 <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you. More facts, new Zio. Of course, uh, in the More Fact New Zio, we talk about things named Zio. And uh, to start things off, <gasps> wow. Start, yep, we're going to start things off with the most obvious one, and that is the current ongoing season of Common Rider, Common Rider Zio. Oh, interesting. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so this is this is the series uh, that's meant to uh, sort of wrap up the Heisei era of Common Rider. Uh, the Heisei era being basically eras in Toku aren't really decided by like who's making them or if there's any like break in the show or anything. It's decided by the Emperor of Japan, and oh, he's stepping wow. down or was a. About to, I think I heard something about he decided he might actually stick around for another year, which would completely throw a wrench into Toei's whole thing, but I'm not sure. Uh, maybe he changed his mind again, I don't know. But in any case, uh, it's it's kind of a... It, like, remember Gokaiger was a season that was all about celebrating the history of Super Sentai? That's kind of what Kamen Rider Zio is doing, except it's just for the Heisei period. And, uh, now, and to be clear, this, like with is, Sentai, this is ZI-O, not... ZI-O, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a uh, the whole conceit is around like time travel. Like uh, Comrade Zero, his suit looks like a wristwatch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a pretty neat design. And um, and much like with Super Sentai, this is not the first time that there's ha, been like time. a throwback season. Yeah, <laughs> but like Comrade's had a throwback season before. Like the the first one of these they did was Comrade Decade, um, which I haven't actually looked into it, but I assume was the tenth Comrade. Don't hold me to that. Uh, which I'm pretty sure was uh, about celebrating the Showa era, which was the previous era. But uh, again, I don't know. But in any case, uh, yeah, we're getting into Common Rider Zio, and the whole gist of it is this guy who becomes the Common Rider. He's visited by the secondary rider. So this is one of the few series where like the secondary rider is just there out of the gate instead of appearing later. Amazon's and, is like that too. Good. Yeah. But, like, he just shows up, he's from the future, he's like, he basically walks up to this kid and is like, hey, you're going to be a common writer, and also you turn into a brutally evil dictator, like, god king, and, like, that's bad news, oh, shit. so I'm going to try and teach you how to be a good person by sending you back in time so you can meet all these other common writers, and they're going to teach you what being a common writer is all about. That's so cool, I love it. Hmm. It's yeah, really interesting. Concept. Yeah, I haven't actually watched right any of it now. myself, but I will say, uh... Based on, like, I, I do follow a lot of people who do, like, watch Toku live as it airs, like, on Twitter, including our friend Julie. Um, and the vibe I get uh, most of all from Zio is just like, well, it's still too early to tell if the show's going to be good, but my god, does it look cheap. 
the special effects are really bad apparently oh like weird. like the cg is real bad yeah i've seen i've seen some clips on twitter and there's some uh it's it's funny but not in the way that you want it to be funny no no That's and listen bad. like toku's never high art but like like I've been watching Lupin Ranger versus Pot Ranger, which is still very good. It's had some it's had some bumps in the road, but it's still pretty good. It like it never looks like high art, and it's never like like mind blowing special effects, but it still looks nice. It's stylish, you know. Like they're trying. Yeah, my impression of Sentai, as far as effects goes, is they at their best they do a really good job of using I guess using style to look good within their budget. Yeah. And like Zio, kind of, who boy, it's having some trouble so far. So, oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? We'll see. Uh, we'll see how the show actually shakes out. And honestly, I don't really have much to say. I haven't watched any of it myself, but I needed something that was named Zio. Uh, so there we go. That's the Morphac New Zio. It fits like the the. You know, I mean, we have a do we do a show about a Toku show. It fits, you know. Yeah. So I I would just like to. Uh, say that now that this has been established as a thing, it's going to have to be a recurring segment. So I hope Zach's up to the challenge of finding new only, ZO. Only when I host. No, 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 no. That's, no, 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 no. Listen, Morphac Newsmanal was just me. Morphac Newsio is still just me. I and am listen, trying to listen. set Zach up for an impossible tra- task here. Folks, just let's just hope that Zach actually shows up because we're going to run out of things named Zio that are fun to talk about. I, I hope about you have fast. at least 48 other ones in the barrel <laughs> ready to go there, Mike. Well, I, I, I have an idea for next week if we do it. We'll, we'll have the Zio Ranger moment because the O Ranger is the Sentai. So, Mike, sure. Mike, uh, did you know I was going to talk about like. Mike, huh? did you know that there was technically a common writer Zio before that? No. Um, a 1993 movie where it's just the letter Z O as the like oh, title. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Well, that, that that's that's called like. Actually, I don't know oh, if it's yeah, actually called Z-O? that because like Julie always called it Z O whenever we talked about it. Maybe it's supposed to be Z O. I don't know. Well, Julie's also guess, from we'll Aus- find out. Julie's also from Australia where they say Z properly like we do in Canada. Oh, uh, I'm uh, holding uh, my uh, thumbs up here. <laughs> God, it's, it's right. We're a majority Canadian podcast. Yeah, this week. <laughs> fuck yeah! The Canadians are taking over. Fortunately, this podcast is hosted in America, where the majority doesn't actually have power. So, Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Julie, but the rules are the rules. Eric, play the Canadian national anthem, please. Please, everyone, stand. Okay, thank you, and let's move on. Um, <laughs> don't, don't play the so whole thing, please. God. <laughs> no, just gotta play it in the background. It's fine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Does 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 your national anthem end with like uh, something similar to how our national anthem always ends with play ball? No. Does like huh? does someone say like throw the puck or whatever? No. We just stand on guard for the throw the puck. I think you drop the puck actually because <laughs> they have to roll out a carpet on the ice and have someone stand there with the mic and stuff, and they have to get all that off the ice before they can start playing hockey. So I don't think the, they, you can't just like. Slap the puck down as soon as no, it, no, no, no. The they absolutely done. should do that, and it should be the person who's singing's responsibility to try well. and get off the ice safely. While the, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the person who sings is on skates. Yeah, ah. but there's been some videos that show that that's not always a great idea. No. no. Okay. Well, maybe you can just like have like uh, uh, some guy like in the back of the bleachers who's already had like four beers yelling Zamboni, woo! <laughs> 
that's not that's that, that between, is that's not halftime the Zamboni. That's not at the beginning of the game. Come on. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, anyway, we're here to talk about ostensibly uh, Power Rangers Zeo season one episode two, a Zeo beginning part two. What episode of our podcast is this? Like 161? I believe that is correct. Zeo episode oh, 2 is simpler to, to remember. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so part 2 of a Zeo beginning. And uh, waiting for Netflix to catch up because I didn't I, memorize I, it. I, I am watching the theme song. It's very good. I, I haven't. I mean, obviously, because you haven't released it yet and I wasn't on last episode. But I hope you guys reacted appropriately to the shot in the last episode where they, they pan over to the Zeo crystal. And it's like, Zeo! No, I don't think we mentioned it because, like, we what? watch it. Like the best part. Yeah, the, 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 the we didn't mention it, but the crystal sings in this. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah, it does. A damning statement for this show. I love. You know that show. when we do the podcast, we don't have audio. We're using subtitles. Uh, um, but it's such. A but good so scene. I do. I do want to mention. Here's <laughs> so here's where we song. start off. We we resolve the shittiest fake out cliffhanger maybe in the history of fiction. I mean, funny. it's not even yep. a fa- it's not even a proper fake out cliffhanger. It's just straight up a false scene. Like they just straight yep. up lie to us. Yep. Yeah, so basically the last episode ends with the Rangers going, Alpha, what happened to Zordon? And Alpha goes, oh, I'm sorry, Rangers, I forgot to tell you. And it sounds like the next sentence is going to be Zordon died. He's yeah. fine, though. But no, no he's no, just fine. I, and I still maintain that Alpha's, like, se- uh, like tone of, like, sad resignation is perfectly oh. appropriate for revealing oh. that Zordon is still alive. I'm sorry, Rangers. Zordon is perfectly healthy. He's still alive. I'm so sorry. <laughs> His tyranny. My is humblest still apologies. Continue. I know. I was right there with you. I thought he was dead. I thought we were all finally free. But he's right here. <laughs> yeah, and Zordon. Zordon descends down the tube. Yep. Uh, kind of the like uh, we've we've. It's weird because like throughout most of the show's history, we've only seen him like appear in the tube, and toward the end of the last uh, series, he came like up the tube, and now he's coming down the tube. Like it's actually a tube, I just, and it's just it's weird. I do not like it. It's just one big tube system. I love the idea that he like because he's not in the top part of a tube because that part's destroyed. Yeah, so I like the idea that he's like in the middle part, being like, "Oh, I can't wait till we get in here." Uh-huh. Oh, he, is, he is literally <laughs> just off screen. Like every once in a while, if you're really watching the tube, you can see his chin kind of dip down because there's not a whole lot of space there. It's just like, oh, like come on, hurry mic. up! <laughs> I'm staring at a wall. I gotta pee. <laughs> So, yeah, Zordon pretends he's happy to see the Rangers. The Rangers uh-huh. pretend they're happy to see Zordon. And then... Yes, pretending. Rangers that they've been building it for months or whatever, this new command center and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Zordon basically uh, takes a moment to be like, Hey, Tanya, uh, so no shit's cray-cray for you right now. Uh, sorry about that. We didn't have time That's to ease you stop. in with the regular stuff with the giant monsters and everything before all now, that shit happened. to be happened. fair... Has he ever briefed anyone on this? He throws no. everyone just right into the fray every time. Yeah, but yep. she's a little bit more extreme where she's like from a, you know, she's from a different they country. Have already, yep. They have already unnaturally aged her several huh? years. Like, okay, I, I, I do have a different theory than you guys saying that like she, she, I, I do think that like when Aisha went back in time per se, like she did go just to like the same time they were already in because when her great aunt meets her as a as a, like as a teen 
she looks exactly the same. Right, because yeah. she's like, still... Right, years. why wouldn't she look the same? Aisha didn't travel forward in time. Yeah, she did, though. No, she didn't. She did, yeah. We're, we just we, we just got past all the time travel bullshit. I mean, we I'm just, just saying, like, I, I, I have my own theory that... No, like, Aisha got left back in the time she got sent to. Yeah. I mean, it gets even weirder in this episode because it's going to be established that Kat's parents are around, and I don't even know how that works. But yeah, no, that's that's crazy fucking nonsense. when 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 it gets that part of the scene, I'll explain how why I like I'll explain the whole thing that I how I think how it happened. But for now, so speaking of, we'll explain later. So the Zordon starts telling the Rangers like, "Hey, so Rita and Zed are gone, and now we have to worry about this new threat, the Machine Empire." And the rangers, understandably, but also weirdly out of character for them, start asking a whole lot of actually genuinely pertinent <laughs> questions mm-hmm. about what's happening. And Alpha gets, like, really overwhelmed by the fact that everyone's just like, yo, what the okay, fuck? Okay, I'm sorry. Alpha get, gets overwhelmed makes it sound like he just has a panic attack. No, Alpha starts short-circuiting and yep. would probably have exploded if they kept going. Literally sparklers shooting out of the top of his head. That's what panic attacks for robots are like. No. <laughs> you could you can kill Alpha by just asking him a bunch of questions. <laughs> Sounds like a robot to me, you know, throw a lot of logic puzzles at him or None of this was logic puzzles. They were simple questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Alpha's stupid. Okay, here here's a question I have. What uh, careful. If, what if you asked Alpha the question from Blade Runner? <laughs> Alpha, Alpha would, would fail happen. the test, I guess. <laughs> no, Alpha Alpha would absolutely be too dumb to understand the question, and it wouldn't affect him at all. That's okay, what so my for, thinking for, was. For, for those of us that are not um, as Blade Runner uh, familiar as the rest. like, no, the I would absolutely help that tur- that tortoise. Why, why would I leave it in its back? I was going to say, what's, well, the question is, like, what happens if you come across a turtle on its back? Is that Technically, it? there's not, it's not even it's that. It's not even the, a question. It's, yeah, it's, it's empathy the, test. They, they, they tell you that you encounter a turtle on its back in the desert, and you choose not to help it. Why don't you help it? That's the question, actually. Yeah, it's, suppo- it's, like, it's supposed to be this upsetting scenario that any, yeah. anyone capable of empathy would get visibly upset about, but, yeah. like, replicants that don't have empathy wouldn't understand that. Yeah. And, uh see okay uh but anyway so alpha starts sputtering sparking and shooting smoke everywhere and he's just like oh god that's too many questions ah and i initially expected this to be the show's sort of cop out to like because Zordon says like don't worry we'll explain it in time and i expected that to mean like we're gonna get answers uh-huh Kind of never, yep. or maybe throughout the season, but no, it just it, it just means we're gonna wait until a little bit. I one hundred percent assumed that meant nope, you'll never get an explanation. <laughs> They're space robots. They're attacking. Okay, I'll tell you about that. You know later. Yeah, later. I'm doing a, I'm maybe. doing a waving motion that Zordon wouldn't be capable of doing anyway. Yeah, but we don't really find out just yet because we wipe to the moon. And uh, basically, it's still just uh, the moon crew running away from the Machine King and getting blown up and Ooh. and just being like, oh, God, I can't believe we have to run away. Yeah, we, we get a nice shot of Serpentera in the foreground kind of wiggling around, which, which is clearly someone just wiggling the toy right yeah. in front of the camera. But yeah, Serpentera is very wiggly than it, than it normally looks where it's like towering yeah. over skyscrapers. Well, that's because, like, well, that's, that's because there's no, nothing else in the shot to give it perspective. Like... 
Yeah. Well, well, since we have an expert um, on the podcast, uh, is this mass shifting, Greg? Maybe. Very <laughs> possible. The technology. It took me so long to figure out who you were talking to. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said Greg at the end of my sentence. Mm-hmm. Did I not pick oh, up? I didn't hear that. Yeah, it took you. It took, <laughs> to, it, to be it fair, there's him, a lot of Greg on this to call. to the end of your sentence to figure out who you were talking to. <laughs> <laughs> the whole sentence. I'm sorry. I, ahead, I was about to ask if Luke was on the call and then Emily said my name, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do want to point out that that uh, Serpentera is very weirdly wiggly. Yep. In this episode, it's a serpent. That's what they do. They wiggle. He's a wiggly boy. But not the yeah. whiskers. The whiskers just stay stationary while everything mm-hmm. else wiggles. Well, no, they're made of metal. Why would they wiggle? That's one of two True. options: either you stay stationary and the whiskers wiggle, or vice versa. Hmm. If they were wiggling too, they wouldn't be any use. I got a point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as as an expert on robots, what are you, what's your what's your thought on Serpentera? Um, well, I'm wondering if maybe they were in the process because there was such an energy drain from having Serpentera so big that maybe they were doing some sort of an overhaul to shrink Serpentera to reduce the energy costs. Like the Maximals. Finster finally realized Zed would never remember to charge it, so he just made it smaller. Yeah. That would actually make sense because Serpentera is destroyed in about seven seasons by one ranger on a bike flying through it. So <laughs> true enough. Simon, what? please no, yeah. no, Simon, please do not give us any more explanation than that. Oh, no. I'll be yeah, glad I, that I, I don't want any context. Oh, I remember God. that episode, Simon. I'm right there yep. with you. It's a good episode. Yeah. My thoughts on Serpentera are it's bullshit they still haven't made a legacy toy of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, if they make the legacy toy, you're only gonna be able to play with it for like five minutes every month or so. Thing is, for like so. uh, for for Ser- Serpentera to be like you would you'd want it to be to scale, which would mean it would be to be like as tall as a person. Kind yes, of. please give me that. And it would cost you like three thousand dollars to buy say, it, it or would something. Be very expensive. <laughs> Listen, Simon, I will spend it. Okay. And like, to be, so it's it's like one of those uh, like my size Barbie that is like designed to be the size of a of a five year old. Yeah, but I mean, like, for, just, it's, it's, it's just to scale with the tour toy. That's about the scale we're talking about. Also, also, give me a tour toy. <laughs> so it'd be basically like the same size as that Kylo Ren that we saw when Force Awakens came out. So actually, Wait, actually, what? there's a there's a problem with the um in, with scale to tour is that could be any size. It's true. But I mean, I, I'm specifically thinking of the shot where Serpentara is trying to crush Tor to death. Oh, I don't like to think about that uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so moving from our robotics expert to our turtle expert, Lexi, what do you think Tor's up to right now? Um, I, I've, I've floated this theory before, but I think he hangs out with the Dragonzord a lot. Because like, they, uh, they both can live in the water, so they probably just, just hang out in that harbor and like play cards and shit. Okay. They're friends. What would be yeah. what would their favorite card game be? We're never gonna see Tor again. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Well, they're under the water, so it's go fish. Yeah. See, <laughs> I, I thought that might have been too obvious, but you know. But also, like, what else are you gonna play with only two people? Yeah. Um. So, a lot of Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> we spin transition like. Like it's it's like the previous shot like becomes its own separate square yeah. and like spins over to the corner. There's probably a name for that. It, uh, it looks like an we, infomercial transition. It's just, oh god, what? yep, that's exactly it. 
Yep. Yeah, it is very infomercially. Uh, we transition to a different shot of the moon. We get a bunch the of establishing, establishing shots yeah. of of the robot army, yep. and King Mondo is there being like, being like, this shot reminds me. It's it's like a mix between like a Star Wars esque shot and with mm-hmm. the like theming or aesthetic of uh, like a 1950s Japanese sci-fi. Yeah. Yep. And the the shots yeah. we always see of the saucers spinning around look a lot like Independence Day, even though this is probably older than that movie. Not but by yeah. much. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Not not by a lot. Well, but yeah. Wait, this well, show no. came out '96. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's right. When did O Range come out though? Yeah, I mean it's got to be like at least a year before, so probably like '95, and I think ID4 is '97. Yeah, or something I'm like pretty that. sure you're right. Yeah. Okay, O Rangers '95, Independence Day. Oh, this is some this is some good audio right here. This is, this is some uh-huh. good audio. I know it is. Live research, everyone. Yeah, that's what the people come here for. Yeah, it was just uh, about a year before. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So Independence yeah. Day ripped off Power Rangers Zio. We have proof. Yep. Well, no, I was talking about O Ranger came out the year before. Zio probably happened at about the same time as, oh. as Independence Day. Independence so. Day rip, ripped off O Ranger then. For sure, yeah, Toei. Well, I'm, I don't want to encourage Toei to sue no. anybody. No, they do not. I mean, I, Ro- Roland Emmerich I can keep, take I keep it. I'm pretty to sure. See, like Linkara re-upload the same like Gokaiger review like every six months. Yep. Ne- needless um, to anyway. say, what 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 we're saying here is obviously if Jeff Goldblum had been in Power Rangers Zio, this ep- this season would have only lasted like maybe what three episodes, if that. Who would Jeff Goldblum play? Ooh. He would play the same character he did yeah. in Independence Day. Yeah. Okay, it's just Will Smith would be replaced with uh, Steve Cardenas. <laughs> oh God, I'd watch that movie. Oh, oh man! And that dra- the the dramatic shot where like the city's exploding in slow motion and the dog gets away—that's huh? Buster. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I want this is just kind of tangentially related to this, but I really want Brent Spiner playing Finster. Ooh. Yeah. That yeah. Really good. With the same right. wig. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right. So. So the Machine Empire is upset that the Moon Crew is still alive. And he's. Yeah. But, yeah. It, it doesn't seem like he sent that much after them, considering what we later. What we see in all the establishing shots as being their forces, you'd think they could just like send a bunch of people there to just kill them. Also, the guys who sent after yeah. them were like terrible, because like all they were doing was walking away and the ships couldn't hit them. Yeah, <laughs> They're, they're running, running on foot with cardboard boxes yep. and they're running in single file at that. But like, so we get a taste of the dynamic of uh, the new Moon Crew, uh, that is new spelled N-U, like new metal. God. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't Neo, feel comfortable calling these guys any sort of moon crew. I'm not. I, they have not yet earned a position in my heart. I mean, heart to they replace. they have a title. They're the Machine Empire. We can just call them that because that's what the show calls them, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. <laughs> no, um, like if, okay, so if they metal. ever prove themselves to be as lovable as Rita and Zed and crew, we can call them the they're moon gone. crew. But until then, I I don't think they're they're gonna get quite there because yeah, they're. I, I, I like the machine crew, but they're no Red Zed and Rita in terms right. of Right, so and that's my point. They do not get to replace them in my heart. 
we've we've had three seasons to to learn to love yeah. Zed and Rita and the gang. Let's let's give let's give the Machine Empire a chance. Let's give them some time. But so we learn of the dynamic here. Basically, uh, King Mondo's like, "What the fuck? Who let them get away?" And then the uh, Prince Sprocket is like, "Oh, it's uh, Scottishman's fault." Scottish and he's like, "No, it's man. not." I forget his name. I don't know his name either. Uh, like Blank or something. Let's call him Scott. I think it's Clank. Clank. Yeah, uh, Clank. I didn't want to say Clank because there's a robot from Ratchet and Clank, and it seemed too on the nose that they have the same name. I think I think they're both just Clank. Um, yeah. Well, Simon, neither of them have noses. Can I just still it's call true. him Scottbot? Because Scottbot. You could. Sure, yeah. Also, Scottbot's face looks like a Fanto from Mario Two. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. He really does. <laughs> so, but so Prince Bucket's like, oh, it's Clank's fault, and Clank's like, no, it wasn't, and and King Mono's like, how dare you disagree with my son? Fuck I, off. I will say that I I like these guys' designs a lot. Like mm-hmm. I like all the moving parts on King Mondo. Yeah. I like how. Um, King's uh, Prince Sprocket has like a sailor uniform on, like a school kid would. Like I just, they're, they're cool. They're cool designs. Yeah, uh, but so the the king yells at. at and Clank. when the king yells, sparks fly from where his ears would be if he was yep. a person. Yep. And we get here is where we get a representation of some parents with their teachers nowadays, with kids' teachers nowadays. <laughs> How dare you say my <laughs> child is wrong? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but so let's see. Uh, so the queen calms the king down, which is a thing that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately, he just tells Clank, like, "Listen, you're gonna get rid of Rita and Zed, or you're some bad's gonna happen to you." He says something specific. I, I think don't even her name what. is just Queen Machina too. Just like, yeah, so yeah, it's Queen Machina. Prince Rocket, King King Mondo, Queen Machina. I'm gonna Clank, I'm gonna call Prince Rocket Mondo Junior because he's got a very Bowser Junior vibe to him. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just throwing this out there for the uh, the the fan artists and memesters, uh, Mondette. Throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a really dated joke. Just put a, yeah, just put a uh, mushroom crown on top of his already you, crown. Re- really, you, you think that two weeks from now, like we're not going to still be in the throes of Bowsette all over like Twitter and and shit? I don't know. I'm not just thinking of when this goes live. I'm thinking of like further down the pipe. Oh, <laughs> when people catch up years from now. I want I want Bowsette to last a hundred years. Yeah, she's yep. good. Uh, but so yeah, so he he tells uh, he, basically he threatens Clank with something terrible if he doesn't kill Zed and Rita, which is not a threat he'll follow through on because he's not going to kill Zed and Rita. Uh, and then we cut to the Earth, and it is Bulk and Skull. Working on that old motorcycle that yep. Skull found, and they smell something terrible. God, I, this is still the weirdest running bit. Yep, it's hard yeah. to imagine like a skeleton yeah, smelling but really mean, bad. But there you go. It's a character trait for Rito. Yep. <laughs> but so they're both just like, "Is that smell you? No, is that smell you? What if he just smells like a rotting corpse all the time? He shouldn't because there's nothing on him that can rot. No, but he's <sighs> magic." Right. Okay, so everyone, the, the big one is named Clank, and the little one is named Orbis. I just yes. looked it up. Okay, Orbis is good. Um, I do think yep. that they should have named the other one Vogue. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to explain that. Somebody listening will get it, and I appreciate okay, that cool. person. Okay. <laughs> Somebody somewhere is just going, woo! <laughs> Uh, but so, like, Rito and Goldar, like, come into the garage, and they introduce themselves to Bulk and Skull, who freak out and panic, and then we get 
this, again, this is not something that happens on the show much, even with Bulk and Skull, but we get that thing where, like, it goes full-on cartoon, where everyone's running around in sped-up footage, and there's a ton of quick gags, and there's bouncing sound effects. And, I, there's one like, part where Bulk puts on an armor head, like an like a armored helmet for no reason. Yeah, Bulk takes time out of fleeing for his life to do some cosplay. Huh? <laughs> Look, the man knows where his priorities are. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so they fall down, and and I guess I guess Bulk and Skull get knocked out, as we'll see in the ne- in the next time they appear. Uh-huh. And now they both have concussions. Yep. Uh, and shockingly, shockingly, when we cut to the command center, we cut to Zordon actually explaining things to the Rangers <laughs> and answering all their questions. He is straight up briefing his team. What the hell? <laughs> He's telling them about the threat to come. Yep. New basement, new Zordon, new, new priorities, new series. It's a new day, everyone. Well, you see, this, yeah. they have to like set up the, the new bad guy, because they, they've done that like for Rita and Zed when they first showed up. That's true. Right? He's been like, oh, this is Zed. He's like, really fucking evil. Like, it's kind of the same thing they're doing now, so it's not that new of a thing. He probably won't explain anything after this. Maybe Zordon yeah. had some sort of a crisis of conscience during the explosion. Well, I mean, the, the real answer is Zordon knows that we need to sell toys of these these guys, so we'd better introduce them and like make people care about them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Zordon gives us the rundown. So, the Machine Empire have broken away from the United Alliance of Evil. Now, here's, which, yeah, here's the thing where Zordon okay. doesn't explain something he should, but this is actually setting up for like overarching mythology of this era of the show. <laughs> And none mm. of the Power Rangers like, oh, it is. what was that? What was that thing you said? Like, oh, the, the, the United evil? Alliance of Evil <laughs> does absolutely show up later on. Yeah. And the yeah. Machine Empire is shown to be part of it. For, so I guess them breaking out of it gets undone. No, they've broken away. They probably come crawling back after they get their yeah. asses kicked. Something yeah. like that. Wait, is this is this the first mention of the Alliance I of believe evil? so. I think so. Be- before this point, all we knew of like the hierarchy of space evil bad guys is Rita works for Zed. They kind of both... No, they're not really, like, subordinate to Master Vile. No, Master Vile is, is like, deal. in charge of other galaxies. Yeah. And, like, and then the Machine Empire is, like, comes over and steamrolls them. But there was no indication that there was less, some kind of higher authority before this. But, yeah, I mean, eventually we'll learn that, like, this is a whole, like, fucking Guild of Calamitous Intent nonsense. Yep. I like how you go with the, the parody example and not like the Legion of Doom. <laughs> I mean, I, I would rather talk about the Venture Brothers, a better show. Then, fair. Then fair. which... Never seen it, but fair. Then either. Um, Any. Okay. Because the Legion of Doom, there's been a lot of inter- iterations of that, including on the DC animated universe. Yeah, I know, like, but they're all DC products, League. so they suck. Okay. So... I like the so, lights from uh, Young Justice. They're good. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Zordon gives the Rangers the rundown. Uh, he introduces everybody to Mondo, Machina, Sprocket, Clank, Orbis, and the Cogs, which are the, the henchmen. There are, there are putties. I, I just want to say really I do love that Orbis is very clearly just uh, like a toy suspended on a wire that kind of wiggles uh-huh. back and forth. Yep. Oh, Orbis's whole entire jam is just, and like, this isn't even something that Orbis does yet, 
Orbis is just going to be the mechanic by which yeah. the monsters grow. Orbis is the size <laughs> grenade for this series. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. cool how it yep. deploys, too. Yep. It is. But yeah, Orbis, basically, we, we actually get a proper character for Rita's staff, essentially. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Zoran gives the Rangers the rundown and tells them that, yeah, so Rita and Zed are gone. They are fleeing for their lives from the Machine Empire. And all the Rangers are like, oh, fuck. So, oh, so, fuck. If Reed and Zed are scared of this guy, uh-oh. Kat specifically says these guys must be something, like, really, really bad deal for Rita and Zed to run away. And it's like, no, have you met those two? They will run away yeah. anytime they meet the slightest hardship. The, the lesson they should have learned from this is they should have gotten on their fucking Megazord and headed to the moon and shot some lasers at the palace, like, two years ago to just chase them off of it. In, in fairness, like... Staying within the realm of the fiction, Tommy did fight Zed once and yeah. like got beat up real bad, and only through trickery did he, you know, succeed. So, well, trickery and throwing a magic sword, but uh, magic the ultimate trickery, of right? trickeries. Yeah, I threw a sword at him instead of using it like a sword. That's a trick, right? <laughs> as a swordsman, it's not so much a trick as. His- really really stupid <laughs> <laughs> sometimes tricks are stupid yeah. uh, but uh, so we 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 cut back to uh, we actually cut to Sprocket now and he's just like my orders what do you think my orders are kill them fucking kill them and <laughs> we get the we get more of the cogs flying these like airships that are continuing to, to shoot to be fair we get the Ed's same Zenrina. of the cogs flying this airship yeah yeah, we, we keep seeing that over and over again. Do do we ever see them use these things like these fighter jets like in like on the Rangers, I or do don't. we only ever see them use it on the I think it's a couple of times. Yeah. If they do, it's gonna be the same footage reused yeah. of like the shots of the planes flying around and then explosions on the ground or something. Because that's yeah. how they do. But I mean this scene pretty much just exists to remind you, hey, even though we don't really need reminding because we just saw them, but like, hey, Goldar and Rito aren't with them. They're leaving them behind. Yeah. And we're also... I, I like how um, Zed's like, that's it. I decided I'm not going. And then Rita like grabs his like uh, crest thing he has on his like visor. Like she's yeah. pulling his ear. It's really yep. good. <laughs> that, that is honestly, that's another thing that this scene establishes is that Zed is still really unhappy with like where they're going and why. Well, they're yep. going to be in-laws, which, by the way, I want to watch that show. I want to watch the show where yeah, Zed and we made that. Yeah, we mentioned that. Style. That's <laughs> a good sitcom. Of course we mentioned that. Like, that would be a I better did. show than there. this. <laughs> yeah. Everybody uh, Loves Vile is the title of that show. <laughs> but so, uh, we, we cut back to Either Bulk's garage or Skull's garage. I'm not sure. I believe sure. it's Skull's. I think it's Skull's because no, he had the bike in it and it surprised Bulk with it. Yep. But yeah, they might the be bike roommates. was specifically Skull's cousin. They're, it's got to be his yeah. garage. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, Rito and Goldar uh, wake up Bulk and Skull using Rito's armpit stench, which uh-huh. again, and we're going to bring it up every time, makes no sense because he's a bone man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bone man. But like they wake him up, and I then mean, they. Okay. I was gonna Go say ahead. like rotten. You know, think of a chicken carcass that's like rotten or something. That stinks pretty bad. But it's I, be, that's I guess usually those... the flesh that's rotting off. Yeah, I know. That's that's why I stopped talking before <laughs> I was like called out on it. <laughs> 
But so uh, Rito and Goldar explain their situation to uh, Bulk Wait, hold on. No, nope, hold on. Are, I've solved it. Like, you know how, despite Rito being a skeleton man, you can't really see through him and stuff, and he looks kind of spongy? He's just an oh, inverse God. of a person. Yeah. He's got the skeleton on the outside and flesh on the inside. <laughs> it's literally an exoskeleton is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's an I exoskeletal he's person. An exoskeleton before, yeah. <laughs> um, but so... So uh, they explain the situation to Bulk and Scar, like, hey, please help us. We we don't know who we are, where we are, and everyone else is screaming and running away. We don't know what we're going to do. And, and Bulk and Skull... <laughs> then it be- turns into kind of a pornish setup, right? Is it just Yeah, me? like, especially with this look on Jason Narvey's uh-huh. face that I've got paused at 852 in the Netflix... <laughs> Boy, howdy, that looks like a... a it's face. really hard like to hear the exchange, we'll do anything, anything, huh? Yeah, anything, as meaning anything else than the stuff we've been conditioned <laughs> to see it meaning. Speaking of which, this is this is my request for the screen oh, cap for the yeah, episode, no, by the way, is this, this face. Um, actually, can we get like just a gif of them nodding slightly, because that really elevates it, I think. They have such skeevy looks on their face. It looks so much like they're just, just going to fuck. They're just going to fuck. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be a fucking four-way. Trust me. <laughs> no, Honestly, it's going to be some... Better show. Yeah, it's going to be some perfectly, you know, chaste and completely normal slavery going on here. Nothing sexual at all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> God. So we uh, we cut to Serpentera. And basically, uh, Squat, Babu, and Finster are just moping, and they're just like, I can't believe we're not going to be able to go to the palace. And Finster's like, I made some of my best monsters there. And Squat says he's all verklempt. I, cause, yep. you know, I guess yeah, Squat Jewish. is also Jewish. Are they all Jewish? I guess that's... That's, that's, kind, of the, the that's kind of the assumption, yeah. Yeah. I like, Red, I like yeah. uh, Zed and Rita's staffs just like... Uh, piled in the corner with all the boxes because it's like, well, we're, we're fleeing for our lives and we don't really need these anymore. <laughs> I will bring up, though, the, the subtitles because Squat says I'm all for Clemt and the subtitles say I mourn for Clem. Yeah. And I saw that because I watched it without <laughs> um, sound at first. Can, and I'm like, can oh. I suggest I mourn for Clem as the episode title of this <laughs> yeah. episode? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I was like, Clem. Who the hell is Clem? <laughs> Well, you know, oh, The Walking Dead, the, they had to stop the the, the season because of Telltale stuff. So, you know, uh, we're never going to see what happens to Clem in the end. So, yeah. Squad is really say sad Clem about that. I was going to say Clem was uh, their favorite putty. Yeah, I was going to say Clem was one of a tango. They lost. Like, the, if, a putty, the, if a putty the works hard enough, they'll eventually earn a name. Oh, do you think Clem maybe stayed behind to delay the Machine Empire so that they could get away? No, yes. I think that, Actually, no, they just left all the mooks behind in the castle. Uh, yeah. Actually, I want to posit a different theory. Ooh. Have y'all gotten a really good look at the cogs? No. I Are the cogs out? putties with masks went, on? It, is the? I'm, yeah, I mean, just take a look at the cogs and just imagine, like, but if you take that helmet off, though. Oh, yeah, it kind of looks so like they're putty Cybermen. But they're robots. Yeah. Cyberized putty. Like, King Mono's just like, well, I've got some perfectly good foot soldiers here. I'll just put some helmets on them so they've got protection. Get rid of oh. these stupid buttons on oh, their chest. No, Don't see, need those. I was, I was assuming that he was, like, going in their heads and tinkering with them and, like, mechanizing them. 
Yeah, because yeah. that could be. It feels like the Machine Empire w wouldn't be down with these magical golems as foot soldiers when they're all about robots and mechanics technology, right? Feels like hey, it's going hey. against theme a little bit. Simon. Yeah. Waste not, want not. No, no, no. M uh, unless you're a fucking machines. robot taking over the moon. What? The, what? When it comes to machines, <laughs> wasting is like kind of everything they're about. I have you seen say, Silicon just, Valley? I'm just saying, like, they did have the cogs before they went to the moon. I'm just saying the cogs are very putty-esque. They are. They are, they're, but that's only because gray and very. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I think, I think, I think some putties put on some helmets. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, it maybe, wouldn't be hard for a were. putty to disguise itself as a cog. No, I'm 100 percent with Mike now. The putties after season two, when the tangas came in, they all got replaced. They said, "Fuck this, we're gonna go find a new job." <laughs> they yeah. went to the machine empire and said, "Check this out." Easily yeah. cyberized, boom. Now, possible possible alternate theory to my alternate theory: the cogs already existed, but the putties noticing the physical similarity, some of them just disguised themselves and put on the yeah, helmet. infiltrated. Sure. Some of some of the cogs are putties. I like that idea. That's why there's two different colors of cogs. I was just about <laughs> to say that. Some are red and some of them are more gray. Some are gray, some are purple. Yeah, the gray ones are just putties in disguise. Yep. God. Story checks it's out. The perf it's the perfect escape plan. <laughs> Zio, putties in disguise. God. Why does that sound so familiar? I don't know. I just made yeah, it up. No. Copyright me. <laughs> Fucking where are we? Uh, okay, so we're at the command center now, I okay, think. Okay, yeah. Yep, kinda yep. Lost Rocky doesn't get it. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, so Rocky says I don't get it because he's Rocky. No, he's, he's, no he, he actually has a serious question. He's like, how do, we, yeah. how do we beat these guys when we don't have our power coins? Like, we're not Power Rangers anymore. Yeah. But then Zordon says, like, oh, well, actually, when y'all did that quest where you went back in time and, and you, like, did some racism, you got some magical crystals, and uh, now you can become Power Rangers. Yep. That's, how you, that's so how you become Power Rangers, by being racist. Oh, God. Yeah. Is your crystal powered by that? I hope not. I mean, there's nothing to say it isn't. God. But, uh, so, at first here, and <laughs> and... This honestly makes the most sense. Um, it, it, like, at first, everyone just assumes that, like, the Rangers are going to be Tommy, Adam, Rocky, Catherine, and Billy, because mm -hmm. Tanya just showed up. Like, yep. she's never been, like, no one knows her. Even though Billy didn't do any fucking questing himself. That's true. Well, technically, neither did she. No, but sh no, but if the person who did the quest specifically gave her the crystal. Like that's a pretty clear. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. But in any case, people just assume, oh, well, Billy is a Power Ranger, so he's just gonna keep right on being one, uh -huh. right? And then Billy's just like, actually, no, I learned it. something yeah. with the uh, when we when we helped the equations. I learned that I honestly just really like doing tech shit and not actually having to fight. It's, which is not news to anyone. <laughs> I learned that I'm really sick of taking kicks in the chest, so I'm going to let you guys have that. I, Tanya, okay. you're up. But at first, Tanya's like, guys, I'll step down. Like, I'm like new. It's okay. I, just her, I can just imagine her in her head. She's like, fuck, I didn't know what I was getting into. This is my right. Yeah, okay. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Tanya's like, well, okay. Well, okay. Bye, everyone. And then Billy's like, no, Tanya, you should do this. Well, so here's what would have happened if Billy hadn't like, like stepped up. Even if Billy hadn't stepped up, Zorn would be like, oh, hell no, I did not fuck with time itself to bring you here just to have you fucking shirk your duties, young lady. 
<laughs> like this is not a yeah, choice. You're, you're enlisted. Yeah. We'll figure out a sixth range. You're gonna put that you, yellow suit on. There's gonna be two girls on this team. So help me. Actually, <laughs> I'm legally obligated to do this. <laughs> yeah. Listen, forty percent of our viewership is women, and we need to maintain that. Uh-huh. Uh. So yeah, but Billy's just like, listen, I'm I'm better as the tech guy, and which fair listen, enough. Setting aside that we know what's going on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. in the narrative, this fits. Yeah. Yeah. Billy is the veteran. He's always been the tech guy. He's just always also had to balance it between also being a member of the team. And setting aside how fucking weird it is, like with Tanya, like if that was still Aisha, this would fit, like, this would be totally smooth of just Billy just being like, look, guys, there's only five sets of powers. I'm going to step down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he passes what, what what presumably would have been his crystal to this other lady who just got ripped out of time and nobody knows, that's what makes it weird. Yeah. There is one thing that Billy brings up as well that unfortunately we never really see come to fruition. And it, like you said, because of everything that happened, this is most likely why. Uh, but he makes mention that there's nothing to say that if I'm needed that I can't that I can take the power. Well, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah. yeah, if I, you know, if I ever need to be a Power Ranger again, no, if, if I can. Ever get, if we ever randomly get some gold power abilities, like, maybe <laughs> I could use that? Oh, no, I mean, J- like, oh, Jason, okay. <laughs> it's a fair thing to bring up because we've straight up seen both more Rangers mis- magically appear and Zordon and Alpha physically created new Ranger powers once. So, like, it's yeah, not out of the so- question. If you need me to ever be a red herring for a new ranger, I'll no, no, be a right gold here, herring. Thank you. A gold herring, yeah. Well, here's the thing. At this point, was Billy a gold herring? Was the original plan? To I'm be pretty a gold sure. Ranger? Not to spoil who's going to eventually be the gold ranger. That Mark plan wasn't set in stone at this point. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was yeah. a hint, wasn't it? It's going to be Lieutenant Stone. Fuck. <laughs> you you cracked God. it. You got it. Yeah. It's 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 all going to begin with a flashback to what the fuck happened to him during Alien Rangers when he was a kid. <laughs> and he never saw a goddamn. Oh, it. he went on a vision quest to meet his ancestors and shit. <laughs> <laughs> to learn the ancient ways of being a cop, being a cop yes. in the eighties so or whatever. Power, he's like Power Rangers. Powers work the exact opposite of Digimon, where if you don't ever see Power Rangers as a kid, you can become one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, God, so what What are we... All right, so Zordon's like, you know what, Billy, that sounds good. Let's give the new girl the power. All right, everybody, line up. We're going we're gonna to make Tanya Power Ranger. Let's go. And then she's just like, well, uh, this is all new and strange to me, but I guess we'll, we'll do it. I'll, I'll do my best. Right yeah. the- and then an alarm goes off and she immediately freaks out. Yeah, no, out. I do want to give Emily some credit. Like, right before the commercial break, there's like a lingering scene on her smiling and that very much does yeah. look like an internal scream yes it seems like the show is really trying to sell how she's psyched to do it and she doesn't mind and she's like yeah I want to be a Power Ranger and not oh god what's going on I don't want this <laughs> I literally just found out what a Power Ranger is kind of I'm still trying to figure it out y'all haven't really she explained never did anything get to me. the lesson on what morphing is yeah, <laughs> it sounds like an honor. But yeah, as as mentioned, the uh, Machine Empire is un- uncharacteristically for villains on this show. They see an opening and they're going to seize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, well, our uh, our scouts in the Quad Fighters are reporting that Reed and Zed are gone. Note they don't say destroyed or dead; they just say gone. Mm-hmm. 
but Clank doesn't get punished, whatever. And they also say that Earth is defenseless, which I guess at the moment it is, technically, because uh, the Equation Rangers are gone, and who's Dex? Uh, but so they, the, the King Mondo tells Clank to go ahead and start launching a full-scale assault on the Earth, and he's like, all right. I, I can't do a Scottish accent. I, can anyone here do a Scottish accent? All right. All right. Right away, oh, sir. No, sorry. Curse me, kilts. Um, so, attack the Power right. Rangers. No, that's really bad. That's really bad. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but so, uh, we cut back to the... Com- uh, no, we Bulk cut back Skull. to Bulk and Skull's garage first. Bulk has a bass drum that says vote for Bulk on it. Is this a prop from a previous I, episode? I think or so. Wasn't there, a, wasn't there one where he was running for some student something or other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one where like... Yeah, Tommy but I don't remember. Um, I think... I think Skull was doing like a one-man band thing, but I don't remember if he had this written on his bass drum. I can't. Im- I have to imagine he did, because otherwise, why would they have this? Hmm. I don't know, but like, so Bulk and Skull are drinking tropical drinks, but not out of cups. They're just drinking them out of like hollowed-out pineapples. Yeah, that rules. I want I one think, of those. I mean, I think they're plastic pineapple cups, but yeah. No, no, no. Probably. I want. I, mean, I want listen. an actual hollowed-out pineapple with a fucking Bahama mom. I would love. Now, now yeah. that sounds great, but like, also, have you tried to hold a pineapple? They're they're all pointy. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can. Yeah, you sure, can, but it's you can you know, sand the you points off. It. It's fine. I, I'd love but to so, just like <laughs> cut open a pineapple and dump some vodka in there and just like chug that. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> But so uh, they're having Goldar and Rito just clean the garage for them and call them like "Oh, great one" and and, and master and, 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 and stuff. I'm, I'm and just it's imagining Goldar and Rito in maid outfits going like, "How can we serve you, master?" I mean, that's basically what's happening. You don't have to <laughs> imagine uh-huh. it; it's there. No, but I want to. Rito is in a frilly pink apron. I might draw that. Yep. I might draw them in, in maid outfits, like blushing, saying, and like saying, uh-huh. "How can we help you, master?" Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, baby. I'm gonna be disappointed if you don't. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> gotta, gotta finish my commission, does, and then I'll work on that. Does <laughs> does it does it still count as fan art if it's a one of the hosts of the show? No. It's fan art of Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but okay, so we cut back to the command center now, and we see the new morphers. And so, this is a new thing. The morphers are, they're two parts. They're like, yep. they're like two uh, bracelet wristwatch yeah, they're things. Wristwatch. And, like, and they're specifically yeah, you, called Zeonizers. Zionizers, yeah, and like you cross your arms in such a way that one of them inserts into the other, that's cool. and that activates yeah, it. Yeah, that's a, pretty cool. Yeah, that's a fucking that's a like a transformation move that always really resonated in me as a kid. Yeah, I was Zionizers a big, are really good morphers. It it's a lot more. It, it feels a lot more like sort of magical girl esque, mm-hmm. which I totally into. Yeah. But yeah, so. So they're each given their crystals. First, uh, they're like, all right, Catherine, you are Zero Ranger 1 pink. Tanya, mm-hmm. you're Zero Ranger 2 yellow. And then Zordon says, and the rest of you get different colors from before. So I have a question. And I'm pointing this out so the kids here. aren't confused. We've seen many times on this show now that your internal color is like a core part of your being. Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. No, forget all that. Do you think it? Uh-uh. No, no, no. It's That's still accurate. We're going to see here that their new colors become a core part of their being. So yep. do you think it hurts to have a color transfusion? No, I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't. Okay. So I think that people have multiple colors that they can like drain, get power from. But like they focus on one when they make you a ranger. Well, no, like, because Tommy has the, but that's why Tommy's such a powerful ranger. Cause he has the potential for black, red, white, and green. But well, we have like, seen that even before people become Power Rangers, they still have colors associated with them. Well, I just yeah, I know, but like, I don't know, like, I, my favorite color is green, but I also associate really high with pink. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but if Zordon teleports you, what color will you be? Because that's the big indicator. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want, I'd probably be green. So, Rocky gets Zero Ranger 3 blue. Mm-hmm. Adam gets Zero Ranger 4 Just green. further embracing his inner frog. Yes. <laughs> Do you think okay? If, if Billy had joined the team, no, would he have been the Yellow Ranger or the Blue Ranger? So there is a shot when he tells when Zordon tells Rocky that he's now the Blue Zeo Ranger. There's a shot of Alpha patting Billy like sort of yeah, like reassuringly on the shoulder. Yeah, like, do anymore, buddy. Yeah. Get some new clothes. Yeah. Uh, but and Tommy becomes the Ranger uh, five. five red now. Here's something that bothers me about this. Because Tommy is the leader and he's five. Mm-hmm. I think the implication is that, like, the chain of command is, like, counting down. Oh, no. And no. which... That's I unfortunate. Mean, okay, like, the fact that Adam is ranked higher than Rocky makes sense. Yeah. That makes absolute sense to Adam me. Adam being lieutenant frog. makes sense to me, honestly. That does, yes. General. It sucks that the ladies are at the bottom mm. one. Yeah. And two, yep. even setting that aside, between the two girls, it makes no sense that Catherine is ranked below the girl who was ripped from time <laughs> and doesn't know what a Power Ranger is. Yeah. What does that say about I mean, how Zordon I, feels about honestly, Catherine? Honestly, I think the only reason Tommy's five is so he can have a star on his helmet because he's the leader. That's the only well, reason. Like, I, okay, like, I, I, I think it's like only the first two really matter and the other ones are unranked. That is like, 100% I, 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 how a lot of these shows work, yes. Yeah. yeah. And like, like they, they never show Rocky like ordering around. Like, <laughs> oh, that would be uh, fucked up, right? Tanya to see Rocky... F- Go full middle manager. Rocky doesn't have any badges. Nobody will listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't, I don't know. right. So they they in this bit they get morphed into their new outfits. How do we feel about the Zio outfits? I like them y'all? a lot. I like the only thing I don't like about them is the outline of the mouth and the helmets. I think it should yeah, just be like smooth yeah. surface with just the visor. It would look better that way. Somehow, by blending it in with the helmet more, it makes it creepier. Oh, way creepier! Yeah, like I would, I would need them. I would prefer if they either didn't have the lips at all, or if they did still have the lips, at least keep the the silver thing. And like, I I get that like this is not a thing Saban had a say in. This was yeah. part of the design in O Ranger. The li- but honestly, like just putting lips on the mask in general, it's is a very weird strange. call. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the lips on like the original helmets, but like these, yeah, because it's like all a solid color, it just doesn't make any sense. Like they would look really cool too if they were smooth. I, I will say well, that my favorite helmet is probably the blue helmet because the triangle works really good as a visor. Yeah, it does. I, I do want to say though, are we okay with the lips on the Morphin helmets? Be- like because we're actually okay with them, or is that just because we're used yeah, to Yeah, I don't think they're particularly better. 
No, I mean, like, that's just my opinion. Like, I, 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 I like them on the more for outfits, and I, and I never thought they were weird. Like, I don't know. But, like, these, I, I don't like it. So, my number one takeaway from this was, is specifically in the shot where they were all getting their powers or whatever, we were getting close-ups of their helmets showing up or whatever. There's something about those shots with, the like, the high collar and everything that makes it look like they have almost no neck. Yeah, like there's there's something weird about the yeah, posture of the helmets mm-hmm. or of the of the upper part of the suit that I don't like. But like when they're in action, it's fine. Like it's not a big deal at all. Yeah, you know what's weird to me is that uh, we get this shot of of uh, Tommy and Adam like looking behind them at what's like on the back wall, and they have like standees yep. of the Morphin suits on mannequins. It's cool. It's very Batman. <laughs> It's it is cool and very Batman, but also like where did they where did they get those the power coins? Yeah, no, the power coins where? are destroyed. They can no longer summon those powers. This is just the last layer of skin that they shed. Yeah, that's creepy. I was, you know, <laughs> Luke's not on this one. Maybe we could have like avoided that whole topic yeah, while he I wasn't would like here. To avoid that. They're not just they're just costumes. They're just costumes. Hold on. I mean, this is this is my favorite pet theory. Like, I'm not gonna let that one go. Okay, well, well like, here's the thing, folks. That, this can... is a new set of powers. Maybe we can come up with a whole new gross way for them to work. No, I think there's. I think they still grow, their skin. They grow from the wrists, been whatever. I don't know. Nope, it's still skin. If, if I, if I could bring up one one thing, um, it, as Zordon sort of is talking to them about all of that, when we cut to the five of them. What happened to Tanya's hair? Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, because she was she was wearing a headband before, and now she's not. Yeah, no, we will see in a minute that getting these suits like changed their fucking wardrobes. Yep. I mean, as soon as we see the morphing sequence, they've all changed shirts to match their color for starters. Well, I mean, like that morphing sequence, they always wear those shirts. Like it doesn't matter what their yep. characters are wearing, like in this actual scene, just because like they yeah. didn't want to film it multiple times. Um, no, Emily, that it changed their shirts. <laughs> it's the only way to explain it. Cha- it. So you're saying the morphing changes. The- okay, fine, sure. Actually, <laughs> like I'm gonna say by that same token, did Tommy's ponytail go yep. away when when he took off his helmet? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, Zordon's like, hey, so these suits will give you all new powers and abilities and, and all sorts of cool shit, and that'll all be revealed to you in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, yep. we're, you yep. know that yep. part That's where I actually wrong. told you useful information you need to know to, in order to do your jobs? Yeah, that tart's over now. <laughs> yeah, that was a one-time deal, bitches. You have to level up to unlock the new abilities. It's not a big deal. <laughs> actually, that's that's literally how the Zeo powers work. I think it's going to be established later on. The more they use them, the stronger they get, which makes it even weirder when they flush those down the toilet at the end of this season. Yeah, I think I think the idea that the Zeo crystals get more powerful as time goes on was an idea we were presented with when they were first introduced in Mighty Morphin, but I think that just hasn't been... But I mentioned in a while. I, I do think they'll go back to that idea eventually and say, uh, the more as the season goes on, they they're gonna say we're getting more and more powerful with these powers and stuff. Yeah. Oh, actually, something we kind of missed. Uh, so when Zordon was talking about how there was an attack on Earth coming, Billy was like, "Well, I guess we don't have much time." I, I guess the implication is that Billy built the Zeonizers. 
on short notice. I mean, Billy's gonna. Spoiler alert: He's gonna build some Zords by like next episode. Oh, so. hey! Speaking yeah. of going back to things that we should be talking about, something back when Zordon first like fucking showed back up and was like, "Surprise! I'm still here, bitches." Um, he specifically said, "Yeah, me and Alpha built this uh, second command center in secret, and we didn't tell you about it because we didn't want you to worry." Why would they worry about them having a backup in case something happened to the command center? That's like the opposite of something that would make somebody worry. Yeah, wouldn't they have been like, oh, yeah. that makes sense in case something ever happens. Yeah, like they wouldn't and have... And he said he'd seen the schematics for this place like a long time ago already. He just didn't know it was built. Yeah, like, hey, we didn't want you guys to worry, you know, like you did when you thought the command center was gone forever because you didn't know we'd built this thing. <laughs> We want you to have unwavering, unquestioning faith that nothing bad will ever happen. And if you see that we're preparing for some eventualities, you'll think that maybe bad things can happen, and we don't want that. You know what? That is is true, because Zordon had given them the implication that nothing could penetrate the command center. They explicitly said, I thought this couldn't happen. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but like again, at the same time though, if he had told him about this, maybe Billy wouldn't have felt the need to dramatically dive onto that panel and get sparks all up in his grill. Yeah, good I'm good point. Saying. Good point. Everything worked exactly to Zordon's plan. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, speaking of Billy, so the uh, alarm goes off, and Billy's like, "Well, guys, it's time to try out your new powers." And well, guys, time to we go fight our- the monsters. Not me though. I'm getting to stay right here <laughs> and watch the whole thing. Uh huh. Yeah, have fun with that. So. We get the new morphing sequence. Uh, how do we feel about I this like morphing sequence? I like it a lot. It's, it's way better than the old one. We actually don't get the new morphing sequence. We cut to the cogs, or to the machine yeah. empire. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the there's... The, first, yeah. yeah the, the, Mondo is discussing how he didn't expect there to be Power Rangers, but he's actually looking forward to the challenge because he thought it would be boring to con- to conquer this planet, which is. I thought fun. he. I thought he gave that speech after yeah, the fight. Yeah, that's after the. Yeah, fight. no. Oh, right now he's sorry. right now he's preparing the troops, and he's just like, all right, let's uh let's start with fucking Angel Grove because that's what Rita and Zed were all trying to destroy. And we're gonna show how much better we are than them. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, we're just gonna pick up right where Rita and Zed left off for his exact words, and like, okay. Um, and he he playfully lets his son give the order to begin the assault because he keeps molly coddling his like little little brat there. Yes, Rocket Junior. Uh, but so yes, yeah, so uh, Mondo Junior, yeah. Manju. Manju. <laughs> I like Manju. that. That's cute. <laughs> that's that's inching dangerously close to stealing Haju from. Uh, oh, that's one from VGM jukebox. Oh no, I was I was stealing Hoju from a Good Simpsons joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So, yeah, so we get... Okay, so now we have the morphing sequence. What do we think about the morphing sequence? I need, I like to, I need to watch it here because I was doing laundry during this. Everyone <laughs> looks really serious <laughs> and angry during it. It's pretty, pretty good. No, I, I, like, I like this I, a lot. It's an actual morphing sequence and not a two-second, yeah. bam, there's the helmet now. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I really like it. it you actually see, like, the, the costume appear on, on the person and, then like, there's a cool background that's, like, a close-up on the Xeonizer, yeah, but it, yep. it looks like... It looks like Sentai footage. It's just Sentai they... footage, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like a so there's like a wireframe outline of the costume, and then the like costume itself fills in like like a raster. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is explicitly yeah. showing them getting a layer over their skin. So there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it shows them growing a new. skin. You know, like a suit that they wear when they're morphed. 
It shows them trooper transforming. It's magic over their bodies. It's good. It's good. It's cool. Yeah, it's it's good. I love I love transformation sequences, and this one's a proper transformation. I'm sorry. I I don't know why it just hit me. This is basic. This looks a hell of a lot like the transformation sequence from VR Troopers. I'm sorry. I, I that means nothing to me. So I'm fine with that. I'm sure it does. Uh, so, but uh, all right. So it's time to beat up on some crash test dummies. Huh? I, I'm gonna ask. We're one back. Thing. Fuck yeah, that man. Very, We're back. <laughs> the very first Mm-mm-mm-mm look that we get this, you of assholes. the cogs. What? I'm gonna because the first one's a, a a little chubby. Yeah. I'm just wondering why would machines make a cog look chubby? Why wouldn't oh. they? Yeah. Well, I mean, I just assume that they wouldn't be. I mean, King Mondo's pretty chubby. I, mean, I, I, they, I, mean, I get, they, I get what what Greg's getting at, because like, if there were some mechanical advantage to that, then they all would yeah. be. Well, I mean, yeah. so if we want to talk strictly mechanical advantages, having different body types is actually advantageous because then they aren't all don't all have the same weaknesses, and you can yeah. have different different forms serving different strategic roles or tactical roles. But getting outside of that, um, I don't see any reason to body shame the cogs. Like, just because they don't all have the same body type doesn't mean some are less effective than others. Well, no. I, don't, don't chassis shame. Yeah, don't no, chassis shame. They're like, it's like, don't it's chassis like shame, the, It's like in the new Spider-Man game. They're the heavies. Yeah, yes. those guys actually fucking suck to fight. So, they, sh- yeah, it's good they have some of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, of course, some of them are putties in disguise, so you're going to get some different Oh, yeah, no, shapes. some of those yeah. putties are probably a little bulkier, too, because they're, like, you know, trying to hide the whole putty thing. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. also, like, you know, they enveloped other putties and became one. All right. Nope, so, don't like that. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, so I'm going to, th- I got three questions about this fight sequence to ask y'all, and we're going to take it one at a time. Okay. Uh, one, how do we feel about the fight music? Good. We're back. We're back. It's all right. Is it, it's kind of repetitive. Do we hear this again? I think this is the only time that we hear this particular song, isn't it? No, I, don't know. I think we hear it before. No, no, more. I mean, I've did... watched a lot of episodes of Zio recently. Yeah. It's because I, I don't I... think they're saying we're back. I think I think they're saying Big Bang, and they use it more than once. I believe. Like, I, oh, this yeah, is it, this is the subtitles that say we're back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the subtitle. Yeah. I mean, to be okay. fair, we, I think this we're is, I think back. This is a Tenga situation where they've just got the one song. We're again. back would be a pretty good lyric for this episode, for this at because least. Yeah, they're the Power Rangers and they're back. Yeah. I don't know. I don't no, I like this. Yeah. This doesn't have the. This doesn't really have the the Mighty Morphin flair that I liked. Yeah. I mean, this, it's not as good as the as the Mighty Morphin music, but as as compared to like. The Tenga song, I think this is pretty good. The Tenga song, as soon as you get rid of the terrible lyrics, is fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you had the terrible lyrics are there. Not, not the very thing. often. Like, towards the end, it was mostly just instrumental. I, okay. I mean, overall, right, so. I like the, the music of, of this series, especially the, the theme. And Oh. The theme is really good. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, did last week, did anybody talk about that little promo bit before the very first episode? No. no? What promo bit before what, the first? What's, what's there's up? no promo bit well, on the Netflix. You, you had all mentioned before that there was like sort of like a little mini series of shorts leading up to Zio. But there had also, uh-huh. like, when I was a kid, the thing that I remember the most 
that was most eye-catching to me was they used to have little snippets before episodes of Alien Rangers as they were leading up to Zio. Yeah, no, we've talked about those. Yeah, and they had like the little laser that would be shooting into like a almost like a, a metal pe- plaque or something like that. And it, what it was doing is it was cutting out the different shapes of the Zeo Rangers. So, oh. so what happened with the very first episode of Zeo is they showed the like the entire thing uh, rather than just the snippets, and it's like a thirty little thirty second thing where they've got like this really rocking Ron Wasserman song going. And they're showing all the shapes getting cut out. The plaque zooms out, and then you get the logo. And then the first episode started. And it was the music for it was like if it was the most butt rockiest butt rock that I could think of, aside from the Mighty Morphin theme. So, it, oh shit, yeah, yeah like we Sounds haven't, cool. we hadn't even heard about that. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I actually listened to that the other day. Uh, just I happened to be thinking about this, and with everybody starting this series that I listened to it again. It's still as good as I remember. Mm. So, all right, sweet. You know, it's on YouTube. Uh, I'd like to check it out. Yeah, actually I'll, I'll link it yeah, to, well, to everybody. Cool. Okay. All right. So folks, uh, second question, what do we think of that attack where the fucking cogs face comes open and he shoots lasers? Out Fantastic. I mean, great. I yes. love it. It's it's effective both as an attack and as psychological warfare. <laughs> it's horrifying in the way that I love. Yep. Okay. Uh, how do we feel about the fight in general? It's all right. It's good. I mean, Tommy does like a flying sidekick thing, and it freezes in midair to like highlight it or something. It's pretty good. Yeah, he goes into witch time. Yep. I guess. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the the, the the teleportation for the to the cog. It's like this big gear portal. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask next. Is like when the cogs finally retreat, their their method of transportation is just this this gear opens up in the sky, and like it's it's just a portal, and there's like a purple space in there, and they just zoop. It's the, it's gone. the time portal from Skyward Sword. Ask our friends at Book of Medora, and they'll tell you all about that. I guess that's the cogs are canonically Zelda things. God, I'll have to ask them that on Book of Medora. They won't answer anything. <laughs> yeah, let's definitely ask them how, yep. how how Skyward Sword ties into Power Rangers Zeo. Yep. Uh, so so now we get the speech from King Mondo that uh, I think it was Greg brought up earlier. Greg or Simone uh, about Simone. Yeah, how that was like, me. Uh, basically, King Mondo's like, hmm, a formidable opponent. And then, like Queen Machine is like, yeah, we haven't had one of those in a while. It's it's actually interesting to lose a fight. It's that hasn't happened in so long. I've gotten so bored conquering the universe. And Mono's like, you know what? Yeah, this will be fun. Yep. I mean, we're going to destroy them eventually. Surely, it's the classic. If without any, uh, you know, rivals to fight, how will I ever be get better at? Destroying things. King Mondo's being a big old Vegeta right now. That's his thing, I guess. I, I don't even think Mondo cares about getting better. I think he's just bored. Yeah. The impression yeah. I got from it was it, it'll be fun to crush them and actually have some sense of satisfaction with winning for yeah. once. Yeah. But so uh, we cut to Ernie's gym and juice bar. First, we get we had another Balkan skull scheme. Oh, I forgot about the Balkan skull bit. Yeah. So Rito and Goldar are fanning them. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's about that. So th- I guess this is our plot line going forward. I, for oh yeah, because they're like the best four characters of a show together. I mean, we get so little bulk and skull. Let's not skip over the like the, the fun of it. Like, 
Bulk's like, yeah, yeah our no, own go ahead. our own personal valets. Think about it. And so I was like, yeah, and we don't even have cars. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> like a park. I forgot about that joke. Uh, it's classic Balkan skullism. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, it, it's weird though. It did seem because like it, it it felt it felt a little off to me, just a little bit. Yeah, it feels a little weird because like there's supposed to have been this whole undercurrent where like Bulk and Skull have gradually been becoming better people. Yes. Yeah, that's how I was of. feeling about it. And then they just kind of take these monsters as slaves for a while. Mm. I mean, well, I mean, they are cops. Yeah, that's that's the first part of it. There are cops. Yeah. There's 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 a whole question you could ask about bigotry towards monsters in the Power Rangers universe. Where are they necessarily always seen as like an underclass because of here's, the here's, here's the history I do of say in Bulk and Skull's defense and in this conceit's defense, Bulk and Skull have been on the shit end of a whole lot of stuff yeah. from Rito and Goldar specifically over the True. years. Especially Goldar. Bulk and Skull probably recognize them. Actually, no, I know for a fact that they recognize Goldar whenever they see him. Yeah. Because they've talked about him before. Well, it's kind of hard to forget when they picked them up when they were in that bus that one time. Yeah. So, like, maybe they're like, oh, oh, these assholes need help. Hmm. Do they now? So maybe that that's a little bit of it, you know, just playing just devil's advocate on that one. Um, but. Yeah, so that that's this is basically I don't know how far into Zio this lasts, but I presume it's kind of a while. Mm-hmm. But for a while now, Rito and Goldar are just not gonna have their memories and Bulk and Skull are gonna be yeah. taking advantage of that. The circumstances are strange for sure, but I do like that like again, like the four best characters of a show are all together now. I am down with that. Yeah, absolutely. They've kind of consolidated uh oh. the fun B plot characters into a single yeah. B plot. Yeah. Uh, but so now we go to the gym and juice bar, and we see the four guys, and they're now in their proper colors, including Billy just wearing neutral colors now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just, he's just gray uh, now. <laughs> he's just great. Billy's going to slowly morph into Steve Jobs as the season goes on, <laughs> I guess. That's disappointing. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, so Cat uh, and Tanya come up. And they say that they talked to Kat's parents yep. and Tanya can stay with Kat. Yep. Now, okay, so. First of all, disappointing that it's not Aisha's parents <laughs> that they're staying with. No, no, with. Aisha's parents and Tanya's parents swapped. That was a whole yeah, thing. That's, swapped, that, I know, Tanya I know, with her but parents? my okay. version was funnier. Okay, so the non, non-joke, like, I legitimately feel this is what happens, is that, like, okay, so when, when, when they, re- when they fix time, Kat and, and Rocky and Adam were all in Angel Grove as kids and they went to being adults. That that doesn't mean, like, they went back to Stone Canyon all that stuff happened. It changed their personal histories so that Kat and, and Rocky and Adam were always in Angel Grove, at least since that age. And Aisha was always in Africa, at least at that age. Yeah, that, that is the implication of what Zordon said about the timeline fixing itself. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you guys make it like sound like oh. that's not what happened, but it kind of that, the, the tech supports it. Like, that's there's still there's another hole in there. Where why aren't Tanya's parents in Angel Grove then? Because yeah. they died. No, in the plane crash. They in Africa, Zordon where they they died. Zordon they died. explicitly said that the family timelines would swap. 
No, uh-huh. no, no, no. But they—that's not what he. I don't think that's what he said. I think he so, said uh, they would write themselves. But anyways, like they—they they died before the timeline went forward. So they didn't—they didn't just go back to life. They never died. They're they never dead. died either. They just went missing. On a I mean, on dead, a TV though. no on a on a TV my, show my, my if there's no is that they just just died well nope because so. if that's if it's on a TV show if there's no bodies on camera it's not dead okay well that's not okay that's not my theory though anyways like what that's, does and, and and I also like the idea that that Kat still has her accent because she has all of her memories of going of Australia but her parents don't <laughs> so, so they're like parents. they're like what the hell are you doing Kat and Kat's like. G'day, mom, and and she's like, "Stop doing that! You're not Australian." <laughs> well, here's the thing, Cat. I mean, this none of this makes sense because Cat doesn't actually have parents. We've established this. Cat has no I personal history, I, no ancestors. I don't. I do not subscribe to that theory at all. Okay. <laughs> okay, Emily. So, in 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 your completely off the wall theory here God. Uh, which is something we never engage in on this show <laughs> mine's uh, the canon theory what's, what does this mean for Kimberly Jason Zach and Drew they were still rangers they didn't change that stuff who like, like they, it just means that Adam Rocky and and uh, Kat didn't become they still didn't become rangers until they would have become rangers in the normal timeline they just were also in Angel Grove during the whole time I just don't have any idea who you people are talking about See, see, here's the thing, Greg. We can't. We're not even going to be able to keep doing that bit for much longer because Jason's going to come back, <laughs> and then between this and Turbo, fucking Kimberly's going to come back yep. too. And even if, like, even if, like, let's say that, like, okay, Rocky in this timeline was the original Red Ranger. Let's say that happened. It doesn't matter because everyone whose memories, like, like they still remember Jason being the Ranger because they were Rangers, so they keep their original memory. So even if they did change, it wouldn't change the public's perception because everyone who's in the know knows what actually happened. So, yeah. Wait, so so Jason would still remember that he was the Red Ranger, but would he be aware of everything changing? Like so, there's just these, there's just these four random people whose histories just got changed for yeah. no reason. Well, that yeah, aware for of. for no reason other than that Zordon meddled with their lives and therefore ruined everything. I mean, it won't it won't substantially change Jason's, uh, Zach's and Trini's lives as they are. It won't change them that much. So, like, I guess I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this this all none of I don't know. I don't know. I don't. So here's here's the thing. That's a pretty boring theory, therefore I reject it. Okay, fine. <laughs> you guys do whatever you want. I'm just, I just want my explanation on record, so there you are. Okay. Your, your explanation is on record. <laughs> and is, as is your being a total cutie. God, shut up. I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so I have a question. Since, since sure. Jason canonically does still exist within this setting... Did the Zeo Crystal just like give Tommy his wardrobe? Because I'm pretty sure this is one of Jason's shirts. Wait, does it have sleeves? <laughs> Jason, yeah, it's not one of Jason's shirts. J- yeah, yeah, that's yeah. sleeves. Yeah, yeah. So did a lot of Jason's. Like Jason did wore they? a lot of yeah. flannels. Most of them didn't, but some of them did. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not hard to find a red plaid flannel shirt in a store, Lexi. I'm sorry. I I I already closed Netflix and I forgot to check for this. Are there any outtakes? No. Nope. Uh, there are. I think oh, it's mostly 
scenes of Balkan Skull no, and Voldor there, and Rito. There's there's some bits of the uh, the Machine Empire too. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So the basic gist of it is everyone's just like, yeah, we're uh, yeah. The, the final thing that actually happens in the episode is everyone puts their hands in at the table in Ernie's Gym and Juice Bar because that's how we always wrap up status quo changes. Although we don't do the thing where they jump up in the air and freeze frame because like four of them are <laughs> and yell Power Rangers and... out in public at the Juice Bar. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great though. Knock over the table and everyone, all the other patrons at the restaurant, are just like what? Look, I know you're happy that the Power Rangers are back, guys, but come on, try and have some civility here. We all love the Alien Rangers. This is why I did that scene. <laughs> God. All right, so. Uh, are y'all ready for some questions? Oh, yeah. Wait, we do questions on this show? Yes. I was born. Yeah. It was like so long. I, I put out the call for some questions because I knew Zach wasn't going to be here. So I went to the Facebook group. If you oh, want to send us questions or or at least see when I put out the call for them, the Facebook group is Teenagers with Attitude. You can send us an email, teenswithtude at gmail.com. You can send us uh, questions on Twitter at teenswithtude. Um, if you want to communicate with us in some way that doesn't involve uh, sacrificing yourself to an evil mega corporation, you can check us out on Discord. Uh, the link to that is in the pinned tweet on the Twitter. Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to rule out the possibility that Discord is also in service of some evil like bastion of capitalism. Oh, probably, but it's the only one where I don't know for certain that it is. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna roll with that, but yeah. So that's how to that's how to get uh, stuff to us to ask us the the questions, send us the question marks. Uh, are y'all ready? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Jonathan asks. Uh, I'm not sure if you'll have seen it in action yet, but one of my favorite things about Zeo is how the Megazord has a different helmet slash power for each Ranger. Do you enjoy this or find it gimmicky? I love it. It's really good. I and enjoy also, it. Like, it is really good. What one thing I like about it too is that like it changes who's in the cockpit. Cockpit that cockpit like pilot seat so like mm-hmm. sometimes like adam will get to pilot the megazord and that's cool like i like that a lot mm-hmm. the powers are kind of ridiculous like the pyramid power is like what is what even is oh, that we'll get, we'll get to the powers <laughs> next week em- yeah. emily oh, you're boy. a if not literal at least spiritual cheerleader like you should understand the power of pyramids that's true <laughs> <laughs> all right uh from our buddy fletcher what are you going to miss most about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Hmm. Honestly, the Mighty Morphin Zed? Power Rangers themselves. I uh, I really like the, those the suits. I really crew. like those powers. Yeah. I gotta miss the Moon Crew most of all, probably. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think any of the yeah, other villains are ever as cool as or as lovable as yeah, they're still around, but they're not. They're not super around. I think it's mostly Goldar and Rito for most of the rest of this season. Yeah, yeah, I don't like hate Mondo at all. Like the machine no. is fine. It's just that like Zed and Rito are just. Uh, they're very lovable and charming. What I'm gonna miss most is Bulk and Skull not being cops. Yeah, That's yeah, true. I do miss yeah, classic but that Bulk and Skull. Mighty Morphin. So right, so like I feel. Like yeah, it did. Also, they're not going to be cops anymore after Zio. So there's that to look forward to. Yeah, but isn't kind there? Of they're going to be cops sometimes. No, they're not. Like they're going to be chimps next season, and then after they're going to be invisible for a while, Is and they're really going to be in space after that. Here's the thing that all circles back to the like Mighty Morphin was when they were sometimes fun and interesting, and I'm yeah, I'm going to miss that. It's true. 
The chimps were yeah. the. I hated the chimps. Oh, it's bad. It's it's one of the many bad things about Z about uh, Turbo. No, yeah, no. Any any time any media tries to use chimps, and it's not a Planet of the Apes movie, it can fuck right off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, also from Fletcher, kind of within the same post there, what are you looking forward to most with Zio? See, I guess seeing Power Rangers stuff that I know nothing about. Um, yeah. The actual, like, decent plot lines and, and like, setup. I'm still skeptical that'll happen, <laughs> but okay. I, I Well, I've, I, okay, like... It's actually again, good. Again, I think it's really different, but I, I've, I've watched, like, well into Zio, and it's good. It's a really good show. See, people oh, said that about I, these two episodes, and I'm not seeing it. So I guess I... But, I mean, these two episodes were just the setup for the season. That's all they did. And now it's it's going to start having stuff. Like, the, 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 the Machine Empire has some Game of Thrones shit that's coming up to them that's pretty entertaining. There's a whole Golden Ranger art that's pretty shit. good. <laughs> and, as, as, and it's not like it's like high art all of a sudden. It's just I don't know. It's just a more competent. I mean, it's it's good for a Power Rangers season. Let's let's yeah. be clear about that. Yeah. But yeah, one of my favorite uh, Ultra Zords is this is in this series. Yeah, it's a big. Yeah, I'm always excited to see new Zords. Um, what I'm looking forward to most, and like we may, as, we, there's no reason to dance around it. It's not like it, this show is really old. I'm looking forward to Jason coming back. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm especially looking forward to the opportunity to see him interact with all these other characters who joined the show after he was gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see Jason interact with Rocky and Adam and Kat and Tanya. Yeah, I got it. I want to see what happens. It's, it's only Billy and Tommy that are still there from his time by the time he comes back, huh? Yep. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought like about that, that. that. That is a thing to, I, I mean, this isn't... Uh, I mean, it's it's been the case since Kimberly left, but Billy is the only original Ranger left because yeah. Tommy wasn't there at the very start yeah. either. So, uh, okay. So, and let's see. One last question, also from Fletcher: Is the Zio theme song the best Power Rangers theme song? No, Close. it's good. It, absolutely. I mean, I I placed it at number one on my list, and as we know, Your I'm list is the wrong. authority on all sorting. But yeah. There you go. I'm the, the best, the best theme uh, the, song. The only is themes in space. I've heard so far have been have been this one and the original. Uh, and Alien Rangers doesn't count because it's because it's literally the same song as the first one with like one of the words changed. Yeah, I, mean, like, yeah, I, I, I like the, that. The Zeo theme is very good. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's really good. Zeo for me is probably number three. Number two is Mighty Morphin, and my favorite is In Space. Yep, listen to Greg. Greg knows that. Greg knows the truth. I really like Dino Thunder, to be honest. I, I like them both. I, I I kind of like the Zio theme song more, but I, I wonder if if part of that maybe is because I'm not as familiar with it. And also bearing in mind that like one of the better parts of the Zio theme is where they straight up lift the riff from the first theme. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but they bring it back like, at the end when you're like already pumped up by the beginning of the song and it's just it's like the yeah. climax of it. It's pretty good. I like it. One thing I love about the song yeah. is that it has like a part in it that was for the kids like me where it's all like it says range. It, well, no, where it's it's all like Rangers at the core, which yeah. is like, come on, guys, there's still Power Rangers. Like, don't leave. Like, there's there's still the same guys. Like, don't <laughs> yeah. don't worry about it. Well, to to hark, <laughs> yeah. to harken back to what I mentioned earlier, I I was able to remember the name, and I posted the link of it in chat. Uh, the little promo was called "Unleash the Power," 
And so what happens is it's like 31 seconds of this little promo. And when I watched that as a kid, it like it pumped you up and then you immediately go into the Zio theme song. So you are like you've got I had like goosebumps when that Zio theme played after listening to this promo. It really sets it off. And Zio is a very good theme for what it is. But for me, the ranking is Mighty Morphin's a little bit higher because it's still pulling from Mighty Morphin. Whereas In Space to me is if there's a theme that I want to listen to from the series of shows to get myself in a mood to watch it or anything else, it's In Space that that definitely does it. Yeah, like the extended the extended yeah. version of that song bangs so hard. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever listened to In Space's intro. It's very. I'll good. send it to you later. I got the. It's. It was uploaded with Ron Wasserman's whole big dump, so I could send you a yeah. copy. Cool. Yeah, I still haven't downloaded that. I I gotta. I gotta grab that. Uh, let's keep moving though. Uh, from Daniel, what's your favorite shape? Um, tr- I think triangles are pretty sweet. It does the things triangle. a triangle can? They the pick a fight with Particle Man. Cool. They have a fight. You know, you know what's one of the weirdest, like, things I remember from my childhood? And, like, again, I know that, like, remembering dumb shit from our childhood is, like, half the point of this show. Oh. Uh, and, and yes, I'm going to talk about Mighty Max again. Uh, <laughs> but I distinctly remember uh, Tony J as Virgil saying the words, Nature does not make triangles. <laughs> triangles are the strongest shape. Nature well, it's, it's, makes it's triangles, triangles all, triangles all the fucking time. Yeah. Wait, wait. No, okay, it was like, it was his method for finding like a secret uh, button in like a pile of rocks, and he's just like, nature but, does not make triangles. When we say shapes, you could be like branch out of it because, like, I guess, like, I like the heart shape a lot. Like that's how. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's. I, guess. The, I mean, if a star is a shape, I guess the, a heart can be a shape. The best shape is that cool S that every uh, like middle schooler knows how to draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cool S is the best shape. <laughs> Correct. Uh, stars are really cool too, though. I, I like stars in um, magic circles and stuff like that. Isosceles triangle. <laughs> yep. All right. I'm just gonna say a circle. Cool. Yes, yeah, nice roll, roll, well-rounded answer. Boy, I stumbled all over that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it still worked. It still worked. Uh, all right, from Paul. Uh, let's see. This was just a question on a Rent podcast I heard. So Wait. what Rangers would the characters from Rent be? I don't want to. Rent Have any of you seen Rent? I, I, don't, seen I thought we were Rent? done no. doing a what, what Ranger would be what thing. I don't even. I'm not nearly familiar like, enough with Rent to answer this I, question. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to harsh on this uh, question asker, but Rent sucks, and I hate it, and I did not <laughs> because they're all terrible people. Everybody in Rent is a it's terrible. True. Well, yeah, person. Rent is and objectively terrible, and are landlords honest. are criminals. Well, yeah, that's true, but yep. I mean, like the the show is very bad. Like, and they're all really terrible people. Like every character is horrible, and the Power Rangers are like. Like, if not bland, a decent human being, so... Yeah, I'm reading the character descriptions for Rent, and I'm like, the first three that I've read are, like, complete opposites of what the Power Rangers are. Can we just not talk about Rent on this podcast? Yeah, well, hold on. Paul gave us some alternatives. Uh, He said, if you're not familiar with Rent, then how about Hamilton? And if you're not familiar with that... 
What are the kids into these days? Steven Galaxy? Is that a thing? Hey, I'm the old one here, and I know what Steven Universe is. I think I, I, I assume well, that was we, a joke. Do we want to try the Hamilton one? No. Or do we? I'm not. I'm not familiar enough with Hamilton either to answer this. Yeah, but I'm not That's much a of a musical person. Thing. So yeah, musicals <laughs> musicals okay. suck, and I, we've I like we've we've Whoa. ripped the meat off the bone of the what ranger would be what question format. I th- I, th- I think there's still fun to be had there, especially because we keep churning rangers in and out. But like, yeah, I get it. If if y'all aren't feeling this question, we're not going to force it. So uh, sorry, Paul. We still love um, you, Paul. Yeah. So I think I think round the horn, we either haven't seen Rent or don't like it. Uh, I I still like Hamilton a lot, but I don't think that's something that's going to get a lot of play in the rest of the room. And Steven Universe I mean, I don't, people like, but there's I don't hate Hamilton or anything. I just I'm not familiar with it. I like the songs that I've heard, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> We appreciate you writing in, though. Like we don't, we don't want to just be like, "Fuck you." This question sucks, but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, good. some some of them don't land. Appreciate you writing in. Better luck next time, dude. Uh, from Ton, if Jason, Zach, Billy, Tommy, Rocky, and Adam were all to dress up as the village people, who would dress up as what? <laughs> oh God, mm. that's there's a there's a Rocky really trap. There's a trap in there. Yeah, that that's a trap. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, oh, mm, yeah that yeah. just hit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess I guess we're just trying to figure out like what blue color. Let, let's let's simplify it a little bit. Let's ignore the one we're trying to avoid. Yep. I'm, no, I'm looking up blue collar people to find out what our options are. <laughs> what? Let's just say this: What blue collar job would each of these guys dress up as if they were a male stripper? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, I well, I mean, Rocky, I Rocky would be the cop, I think. Really? No, I think Rocky yeah, would even mm. be construction worker or like I, when we were doing village people, name. I am one hundred percent picturing Rocky as the construction worker. No reason. It's just immediately oh, what yeah. popped in my head. Not, yeah, now totally. that you mention yeah, it, it like works. Yeah. Um, I f- I feel like Jason has to go with the cop. Honestly, Jason would yeah. be if, if if we're if we're including Jason, then yeah, cop. Um. Jeez, uh, I think. Mm. Well, would Jason be, be like, cop or would he be like military guy? Mm. Like I could see Jason and sporting. We could, we could like have a more Navy than one. Uniform. I could. I could see. I could see Adam as what? Just no. I see Adam really? as. I, I see Adam as. Is there a biker guy? Is there a pizza guy? There can be. No, I'm. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't guy. know the village people very well. We, we've already opted not to stick to the village people strictly. Yeah. So also, I don't know that I consider cops blue collar. That's true. Also, if we're not doing the yeah. village people, why do we need to bring cops into this? Because we're we were well, doing well, it, the village okay, people, but because, then well, well, but the reason we bring cops in is because we mentioned male strippers, and that's a very common male stripper. Oh right, the hot cops, sure. Yeah, handcuffs. You know that. This has just gotten weird and awkward. Do you all want to just? Yes, very much. (laughs) Yes, sure. Okay, I'm sorry, Thon. Um, All right, so uh, I got one question left, and it's from Jordan. Jordan. Uh, I don't think it's our Jordan. I think it's a different Jordan. Okay, I was gonna say Um, like even still, hello Jordan. Beast, kind of. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Why not? Uh, Is Zeo just a garbage word made up for the show slash crystal, or is it a reference to something or an actual word somewhere? And so here's the thing. Uh, after getting this question, I went to try and look <laughs> it up. 
it seems to just be nonsense. There are other things yeah. named Zio, but they're all just like bullshit, like startup tech companies and stuff. That's more recent than this show. I think Zio like, is also it's just, nothing. It's nonsense. Yeah, I think it's a non- it's, it's also I, I feel like it's added to things like to make them cooler. Like, well, I mean, it sounds like Neo, which is a prefix meaning new, but yeah. I guess they thought j- just calling it Neo would be lame, so they swapped out one of the letters. Yeah. yeah. Kids like Z, yeah. right? No, I mean, the they like Z because they named a fucking guy Zed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a weird obsession with the letter Z. Well, Z and X are the coolest letters. Let's just, let's just say that. Like, they are. Zio. Yeah. That didn't really yeah. roll off the tongue. I think Q is a pretty cool letter, personally. It's got that little, it's got that little pointy bit. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's got, a, it's got a tail. A little dingle dangle. Q is pretty cute. Uh-huh. That's true. All right, so uh, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. So, uh, does anybody have anything they want to plug? Let's start with our guest, Greg. Uh, well, I mean, you can listen to me and Emily and what we were doing for. A while. On That's where entropy. I know you from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little podcast called War and Beast, where we had reviewed all of Beast Wars and Beast Machines, uh, as well as some podcast. Yeah, it, it, we we also did some bonus episodes of some different stuff, like X Men the Animated Series and a couple of Goosebumps books, and it was good times. Animorphs. Yes, Animorphs. Uh, but aside from that, uh, not too much right now. I mean, I, I still have a, a bit of a presence online for anybody who's looking for me. You can find me on Twitter, uh, at Greg C M U N. Uh, I'm starting to maybe try and start doing some streaming on Twitch. So if I start doing that, I'll make sure that I post on there so that folks can catch me out. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I am, I'm being a grandfather uh, which, which has been pretty cool because I'm apparently the baby's favorite, one of the baby's favorite people. Which is oh nice. yeah, nice. All right, uh, Simon, how about you? Uh, much plug being a double dad. Uh, going back to work in two days here because my paternity leave is over. Uh, yeah, no, that's it. That's just my life. Okay. A lot of producing offspring around here. That's, I'm, I'm done with that for a while too. now. Don't worry about like, it. You should you should do cool things like podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of cool things, Lexi, what have you got uh, to No offspring to plug for me. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and plug something on behalf of our editor, Eric, and our friend and frequent guest, Frankie. Uh, they've been doing a um, a podcast on our like garbage dump sort of just miscellaneous content thing for a while about uh, sumo, which is a thing they're both fans of, called uh, Basho and Tell. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's cool. Um, they're, uh, we're going to make that a, like a full-fledged podcast with its own thing on the on the network, because they've been doing it for a while, and if they're going to keep doing it, we figure we might as well promote it, right? Awesome. So, yeah, yeah uh, Audio Entropy. They've been doing it consistently. Yeah, AudioEntropy.com. Yeah. Uh, check it out, along with all our other fine programming. Yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we'll have that page up and everything soon. Uh, but yeah, uh, Emily. Um, going with the theme of the plugs, uh, I'm going to plug the band The Offspring. Just, just check them out on YouTube. they got some good hits. Okay, please do um, not. The Offspring suck. Do <laughs> not give them your... I like some oh, of their music. What? Yeah, it's good. They, they did the soundtrack for Crazy Taxi. It's good. It's Pretty fun for a white guy. 
right? That's yeah, a, that's that's that's, that's them, and that's why I say they suck. I like okay. staring at the sun and like. Don't no, don't do that. That's uh, bad. That's terrible right. for you. <laughs> this is the title of a song. You need to get special Anywho. sunglasses if you're gonna do that. Uh huh. So, um, other than that, though, you can find me on Twitter at this is emeralds. Um, I, 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 in theory, do other podcasts like uh, in pursuit of passions, which I have not done in a while, or home for infinite losers, which we should get on now that Mike's in his new apartment. Um, other than that, though, yeah, just uh, do the things that I said. Go there. All right. Look at my stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and plug uh, AudioEntropy.com, our website. We mentioned it earlier. It's got a lot of cool stuff on it. I'm going to plug our YouTube channel, uh, which is uh, also Audio Entropy. Uh, and it's where we have our tabletop game uh, every week that we can get everybody together, Silver Pines. Woo! It is DM'd by Luke. Uh, and me and Emily are some of the players, as are uh, Molly and Ashley and Julie. Uh, from uh, Transmission Radio and Totally Reprise and Digital Moncast and all that good stuff. Um, it is at bit.ly slash silverpines. Uh, and I could also plug an Offspring song, but it would sound even worse than Emily's did because the name of my favorite Offspring song is Genocide. God! Uh, <laughs> it's a really good song. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think... Uh, but yeah, so send us in some questions at the places we mentioned. Check out the websites we mentioned. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody, through that whole Alien Rangers nonsense. It was Lexi did a great job, but God, that was a garbage show that we talked about. <laughs> holy shit! Um, like, holy shit, y'all! I'm so glad Alien Rangers is done. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, we made it to the other side, people, and that's going to be it. So for teenagers with attitude, I've been Mike. I've been Emily. I've been Lexi. I've been Simon. And I've been Greg. And may the power protect you always. Okay, guys. This is the first test of your new powers. Good luck. Thanks, Billy. For everything. Power Rangers, see you! Oh!